0: congregation, hello. Will you join me as we prepare for the sermon reflection? I invite you to take a smooth, easy breath. If that doesn't work for you, think of another way that makes you present in the place where you are. The chair holding you up. Imagine the sun shining even if there are clouds between it and you on the building where you are seated. Imagine another solid thing. And we'll begin. Today, I'm not going to give you a talking to. I'm not going to give you advice. Rather, I'd like to invite you to listen, to lean in to a story, and as it unfolds before us together, to imagine what the meaning will be and how that meaning can unfold and bloom in your life as a way to practice your Unitarian Universalism, your good judgment, and your care of community. Long ago, before there were any people, all life was Oleroon in the sky. lived in the sky. Why do you need to know about Oleroon? Well, many Unitarian Universalists are accustomed to figuring out how to stay in covenant, stay connected while we disagree. One skill we can add to that is showing respect and appreciation for stories and wisdom from other cultures that we will not consume Olorun told the Orishas that the whole sky was theirs to explore but as he lived in a baobab tree many stayed by him They had in that tree everything they needed for food, work, or play. And they all liked to make things like beautiful robes, lovely skirts, and sparkling gold jewelry. They all stayed by the Baobab tree, except for Obatala, because he was curious. He had certain powers and he wanted to put them to use. And so he looked below the Baobab tree, through the mist and saw that under the mist was a vast ocean. Obatala went to Olurun. He said, I would like to go down to the vast ocean below us. I would like to make something, maybe some beings like you made so I could teach them things and spend time with them. Olorun understood. After all, he had been made by Olojumare, the owner, holder, mysterious force of the universe. So he said, here's what I recommend. You should go talk to Orun Mila. He knows the future very far in advance. And he can tell you exactly what kind of magic will be useful for your journey. Oren Mila sat down to do some fortune telling or divination. He put seeds in a tray and then carefully read the messages and thought for a while. And this is what he said. You're going to need three things. A snail shell filled with baobab powder, some palm kernels, and a golden egg filled with everybody's spirit." Obatala didn't know what all those things were for, but he decided to trust Omunmila's intention and vision. This might happen to you sometimes. The wisdom might not be immediately apparent, especially when it takes time to process what happened and its impacts. But just like Obatala Your community has resources for you. He asked the Orishas for their gold and they gladly gave it to him. Before long, the goldsmith finished the chain and Obatala had to get ready to go. He put on clean robes, he packed his three items, and then he started climbing down the chain. He climbed. And he climbed and he climbed toward the watery darkness. Obatala climbed down and down and down. And on the seventh day, he reached the end of the chain. And do you know what he found out? It was too short. When have we come up short? Sometimes we do in our relationships, and it's time to repair, time to do differently. Other times we're disappointed by the circumstances, planning to meet in the building again and unable to, but there's always another chance. And this is what happened. Orun Mila called down to Obatala and said, Use the shell! Oh, yes, the shell! Obatala tried to pull it out of his bag and juggled many items and accidentally spilled the baobab tree powder into the ocean. And immediately, mountains and flat places and islands and valleys all became part of the ocean rising out of it and as he watched Obatala clutched the egg tightly to his chest so tightly in fact that he accidentally cracked it you know what that's like right when you're doing your best to juggle and an unexpected snag happens Or another way to think of it, the thin line between your heart breaking and breaking open. Out of the egg flew a great golden bird named Sankofa, flying forward but looking backward. Not only that, but the name of the bird, Sankofa, means It is not taboo to go back and get what you have forgotten. Also out of the egg came the spirits of all the Orishas. They were a crowd of colors in motion, carrying tools and musical instruments, machetes and crossbows, for they all had their own powers and knowledge. They were hunters and fighters, dancers and diviners, and they brought the power of nature and the elements as they explored the new world and each found a home where they were most comfortable. We've seen that Obatala runs into a few snags on his journey. But actually, when we get to the part where the Orishas arrive and they burst out in color, they remind me of unexpected blessing. In 2017, I was in a scalding accident and I got very badly burned. So I had to go to the emergency room and they started the procedures to help me. And the doctor paused and said, well, I'm retiring tomorrow, 40 years. But you're going to need surgery so i'm going to get you in on my lunch break and i couldn't have told you before he said it that those words would be so significant but what i heard him say was i have the experience to help you and even though my opportunity is limited i'm going to go ahead and do that i'm going to make the most of it. And you have your own versions of that story in your life where people have arrived with unexpected blessing and unexpected love. It is our opportunity to gather that and pass it on. And it is not taboo to go back and collect what we have forgotten. When all the arishas had been released into the world, Obatala got to work. He dropped the golden chain on the ground. And then he began to walk, dropping palm nuts on the ground. And wherever he dropped one, a giant tree burst forth. And he continued to walk along. When he was finished planting, Obatala sat down and made shapes that were like people or like orishas out of sand and dirt. Just as Obatala was finishing shaping all the beings, Olarun looked down and was pleased with that good work. So he breathed life into the beings. And Obatala was so excited. This was wonderful. Obatala was so excited because the people were alive. But then he noticed some things were weird. First, other bodies were not the same. And then the way they talked to each other was kind of mean, a little bit unkind and He was worried about a few different things like that. They were not perfect. Then he remembered when he was crafting them, he'd gotten thirsty and taken some juice from the palm trees, but it had been fermented into wine, and it made him tipsy. He felt horrible. He sat and groaned into the earth i've been careless i was not paying attention to how i made them and now they will suffer but the other orishas heard him and they had a few ideas the orishas spoke kindly and patiently to obatala they said Didn't you create these beings so you could share your wisdom in the first place? What does it matter that they aren't perfect? Now you're here, but we're here also. And we swear to you that we will bring our gifts to help them. We will teach them all the things we know, how to take care of themselves, protect each other, and love each other as a great family as we were. Wherever they go and whatever happens to them, we promise you that as long as your world exists, they will find us in it. Obatala smiled listening to his siblings because now he knew that if his people found trouble, there would always be help for it. And he was grateful. And that's the story of Obatala, the Golden Chain, and the newest people. Sometimes when we talk about a story like that, people wanna dismiss it because they say it's not a true story. You know the difference between true and false, right? I want you to remember that one of the things that a story can do it's help you live many lifetimes you can't learn all the lessons by experience but paying attention to what le- makes your heart leap up what causes you joy and curiosity what causes you inspiration those things you can find them anywhere you can let life teach you thank you for having me with you today and thank you for exploring this particular story i know that it's complicated to offer an african religion story to a dominant culture uh, group but one of the reasons i would do that is a to have you explore it with me as a possibility and b for us to know that the kinder we are and the more connected we are, the fewer mistakes we'll make with each other. Thank you again and I hope you have a wonderful week.